one of the most interesting and, for me, informative and educational things I do every week is Take 10, in which Dr. Jamie Heisman, a nationally known psychotherapist and expert on addictions and on caregiving, talks about an issue that we toss out dealing with whatever the emotional or psychological thing of the moment may be. Carol Zerniel, our co-host on Caregiver SOS On Air, is here as well, and I'm Ron Aaron. And one of the things, Dr. Jamie, that we started talking about last week on Take 10, uh, I'd like to pick up on, and it's those who are trying to deny that there's a viral problem, trying to minimize the deaths, trying to blame uh, whoever, whomever, uh, not wanting to wear masks, not wanting to do anything uh, that will suggest they're buying into this cockamamie theory. Jamie, who are they? Well, you know, Ron, they're just, they're human beings that have, how do I say this? Um, they're getting not the right parental message. How's that? And what we're seeing here is a split, a split in the message. And so without this proper safe vessel, uh, these, these particular deniers or people who do not want this at all are getting the message that, yeah, I can cooperate. Or no, maybe this is making a statement that I shouldn't cooperate. But somehow we haven't driven from the top and all around them the message of you are really part of a community helping each other. Well, and that's what the mask issue really is all about. Wearing a mask protects other people, not just you. Exactly. And if you really reframed it that way, I mean, obviously, again, I hate to go back to parents and children, but everything in life seems to depend. If you tell your child, because my parents tried to, don't do this, don't do that, but I do. Psychological reaction, so they probably did the opposite thing. Well, I was one of those type of kids. And if they were able to explain to me, like, let's say, the mask today, or let's say the viral sort of response and reaction, that you're really about a whole community and helping each other, and we all have responsibility to help the person next to us, if it was actually framed like that, and both mommy and daddy or partners actually had that consistent message ongoing, then I think many more would be a part of it. And it'd be a lot less people that are fractured. You're always going to have the outliers, but literally I think we're not doing any service right now by our messaging. Carol, let's bring you in. Well, do you, Jamie, do you think that there are people who are just simply confused um, because, you know, the information changes. They hear wear a mask. They see people not wearing masks. Uh, they hear uh, there's this, you know, coronavirus. You can pick it up on the surfaces. And then they hear, well, maybe it's not surfaces. Maybe it's only airborne. Um, it's going to go away in the summer. Well, it might not go away in the summer. So we, it's not, it's everything seems to have a yin and a yang. All the messages are jumbled. What, how do we sort this confusion out in our own minds uh, so that we feel better about what's going on around us? Well, I hate to say this, and it's not political because it happened and started long before this administration, is that we have grown in such a political culture and a non-sort of uh, community. Uh, I don't want to mention the word socialism. We're all, we're all responsible for each other. But we have fostered over the last 20 years this, you're all right, you're not. You're red and you're, you're, you're blue. You're this and you're that. And somehow we have grown that seed to right now to the place where you're 100% right. I mean, people now have already to take on different sides. If the message, and I'm going to continue to say this, if the parents can be split, if the parents can be split, 
then any child in the world can go any direction, make any statement, become whatever they want to become, throw bombs at it and not do a thing. If the message is uniform from everywhere coming around, even in a highly partisan black and white sort of 20 year period, we're less likely, less likely to, to have this renegade. I don't care about you and I'm not wearing a mask. Thought. Well, one of the things that has absolutely amazed me is, is the lack of uh, national outrage over the number of people who have died. I, I think about 911 and several thousand people died and it was awful. It was terrible. You think about more people have died in the last two months or so in the United States than all of the Americans who were killed in Vietnam and Korea total. It's a lot of people who are dead. Well, it's 911 every day. The number of people that died in 911, the number of people who died on 911, that's the number of people who die every day. Right. Every day of COVID is another 911. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron. Jamie Heisman, our psychologist, is with us, a, uh, a expert on the kind of emotional issues we're talking about, and Carol Zernil, who is our co-host on Caregiver SOS on Air. Um, but you were talking about, um, you know, this lack of empathy. And so if I'm a caregiver... I may feel overlooked. I may feel a lack of empathy anyway. Uh, and so this just compounds that problem. And, and again, the confusion, why does nobody care? This lack of empathy, we're seeing it again emanate from the top um, and from our whole system. And there's pity, there's sympathy, there's empathy, and then there's compassion. So without empathy, we have no compassion. And to your point, I don't want to get into a whole clinical discourse here, but let's take it out of the realm of, of politics for a moment. Denial, okay, is really an unconscious defense. So we're denying that this is here, that this virus is more powerful than us and that we can't really control it. And denying protects the experience of unbearable pain for, for individuals. So it may well be that we're not able to accept. And so now we choose to flip all go into this world of denial as a defense mechanism to really avoid what you're saying, Carol, and I agree with you, this incredible confusion of messages. It is an unconscious defense, and it does protect us, unfortunately. It protects people to stay as addicts, and that's what denial is. Oh, explain that. It does protect us from growing. It protects us from going on an authentic path. It protects us from hurt and pain. So when somebody dies who's close to us, obviously, Again, you know, I, I'll get into the whole thing if you want death and dying. But at the end of the day, one of the huge things about it is denying it for a moment because we, it's too unbearable. And all of these things as, as a body, we create this and, and they're not helpful for us. They keep addicts as addicts. They keep us in ignorance. They also stop us from helping people around us. I think everybody is uh, in this defense mode of denial. And I don't think it, they're getting any help to break the denial with any intervention by anybody uh, politically, governmentally, or family-wise around them necessarily. So if we uh, twang our magic twanger and make you in charge of messaging, what should be the message from the top down, bottom up? Well, it would be this. It would be safety, Ron. It was how do I impart a message with safety, which means I have to be comfortable as a communicator to be safe. That means I'm taking care of my own mind, my own body, myself, if you will, and I feel safe. My autonomic nervous system. Remember breath work? Right. So I feel safe in imparting it, but then I have to realize and put myself in, in again, where my patient or my, let's say, the population is, 
and I have to make sure they feel safe in receiving it. Nobody feels safe in this sort of chaotic sort of dysfunction that we have now. So we are kind of giving messages that are political. We're not giving authentic messages about what's happening crisis-wise or viral-wise. And and to Carol's point, we're becoming very, very confused as a society and taking sides. And these defense mechanisms allow us, again, to protect the pain and run to another corner, put on red or put on blue, and say, that's how I'm going to do it. All right, we're going to do this again. We're going to pick it up again uh, the next one or two times we do Take 10. Dr. Jamie, thank you. Carol Zuriel, thank you. I'm Ron Aaron. You've been listening to Take 10. You may be experiencing anxiety or stress regarding all the news about COVID-19 or what is commonly referred to as coronavirus. You are not alone. Optum is opening its emotional support helpline, providing access to specially trained mental health specialists. This is a toll-free number, and it will be open 24 hours a day, seven days a week for as long as necessary. This is a free service. Anyone in need of emotional support is welcome to call. The number is 866-342-6892. That's 866-342-6892. One more time, 866-342-6892. This message brought to you by WellMed Medical Management and the WellMed Charitable Foundation. For more information on WellMed, go to wellmedhealthcare.com. That's wellmedhealthcare.com.